Welcome to the Tech and Chai podcast. I'm your co-host, Tammy. And I'm your co-host, Malika. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the global rise of a sober, curious lifestyle. And if Cali Sober did it first, and we're going to be talking about Liquid Debt's total funding of $125 million, and if that signals if it's a trend or if it's the new normal lifestyle. So as founders ourselves, we're constantly looking at behavioral trends here in the U.S. and abroad that will signify new categories and following where funding is going and the intersection of our interests and beliefs on what the world should look like. And one of these avenues is definitely a sober, curious lifestyle. Yeah, I definitely agree. I love seeing the shift of people wanting to like drink less maybe choose a non-alcoholic option, maybe like a mocktail option. There's also a bunch of new DTC brands that are creating just fully non-alcoholic brands. Yeah, it's definitely very interesting. And I think a lot of times people will think, well, what does this have to do with tech? But they are getting funded by DTC investors. Mm -hmm. And I think when you start to see numbers like Liquid Death raising a total of $125 million and valuing them at $525 million, it is something that catches your eye and it does make it a marker that this is a space that is getting funded and also has room and is growing that definitely signals people are buying this you know this is what people want right so if we're constantly looking for how do you find product market fit building something that people want Mm -hmm. is so integral in that equation this theme of sober curious bleeds into so many different avenues Mm -hmm. your lifestyle has a big impact on what you consume in a digital sense what you're consuming in liquids and food you know all of these things are really important so anytime you're building a startup it's so important to know who your target customer is. And it goes beyond just you fixing that problem. You also need to understand who that person is in the totality Mm -hmm. of who they are, like in their total lifestyle. So are you a part of this sober, curious lifestyle? I definitely am. I feel like I've been practicing being sober for so many years before it was mainstream. Mm -hmm. And I would always not bring a lot of attention to it because then people would just start asking a lot of questions. Or as soon as you're in a social setting and you said you're not drinking, people would then make it their mission to pour a drink down your throat. Mm -hmm. Growing up in California, being barrier natives, like there was this huge huge drinking culture. Yeah. So I think a lot of, I guess it's not just even an American thing. I've always just thought of drinking as such an American thing, but it's like a global thing, right? Yeah. The way that we are taught to socialize is always centered around alcohol. Well, many countries in Europe, the Mm. legal drinking age is 18. Yeah. So in America, when teenagers go crazy in their high school years, their teenage years, I feel like that's much younger for many European countries. I've met many Austrians that were (laughs) drinking at the age of like 14 and I thought that was crazy and I was like 18 at that time. Yeah and everything that ties you to an American memory is centered around drinking. So like going to the football game, but it's the tailgate, which is the fun part. Mm -hmm. It's beers going out at night. It's always about drinking. So everything in America is really centered around drinking. So it's shocking to see that wellness is actually extending to cutting out alcohol. It's reported certain alcohol sales are down 
down, but the market for zero alcohol beverages is actually growing. Mm -hmm. Non-alcohol beverages are expected to grow by 32% between 2018 and 2022. So we're right there. So I've seen so many different DTC brands that are, a lot of them are funded Mm -hmm. that are non-alcoholic. Yeah. I feel like what's crazy about American culture is that a lot of emotions are also tied to drinking. Mm -hmm. So when you're feeling really depressed and sad, a lot of American media kind of portrays someone going to the liquor store or something and grabbing a bottle of alcohol. On the flip side, when there's celebration and something to actually enjoy and whatnot, you also see people drinking. So I love seeing that the sales for alcohol Mm -hmm. are declining. And I would love to see all of the new brands that kind of come about. I noticed that I actually got a Perksy stack. And if you're not familiar, Mm. it's this app that pays you to just answer market research questions. You can exchange those points for gift cards. So it's pretty like standard. The Perksy stack I got actually a few days ago about a non-alcoholic craft beer. And what was interesting is they showed me like four different types of marketing and they wanted me to choose the one that appealed to me the most, which I thought was funny because one of the cans, it was a big drop of some type of liquid and it kind of almost felt very Theranos vibe. So I thought <laughs> I thought it was really hilarious. God. But I never thought someone would try to make a non-alcoholic craft beer mm-hmm. because that just seems like the most like broest choice of beverage and for even craft beer to become non-alcoholic means there's a major mm-hmm. signal of this trend to go non-alcoholic. That is interesting, the correlation between something like a craft beer that's so synonymously correlated with a frat bro, right? Yeah. But what's really interesting, it's not just an American trend of people wanting to live a more sober lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's nearly 40% of global consumers have reported a desire to cut back on alcohol. Mm -hmm. So we're at the very early stage of this, and this is like where the influence is happening. Mm -hmm. You know, a famous tech founder just Mm -hmm. And he's famously on his YouTube has talked about how he's now living a sober lifestyle Mm -hmm. and really interesting because a few years ago he came out and he's like, you know, I'm living a sober lifestyle. What does this mean? And yes, you can still ask me to have a drink with you and I'll go, but I'm going to get water or something, right? It's changing that behavior. It's more that move towards wellness. And I think we're finally getting to a place in like society and culture and even in entrepreneurship, people are being more honest and are being, you know, this actually doesn't serve me well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really interesting that we're in this early stage of like influence of people being sober curious. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the pandemic allowed the average person whose life was surrounded by just normal social outings, whether that was happier with their teammates and just going out for drinks, having a drink with their meal. And usually it was some type of social setting. The pandemic allowed people to really separate themselves from alcohol. And I noticed a lot of my friends saying I had a glass of wine the other day and the hangover that I got after was was like insane like worse than they ever remembered it being wow that's such a good point it's like the pandemic allowed us all to break up with alcohol for a short period of time and a lot of people were like I actually feel great without this, right? This is the first time people are going through a long period of time where they're not having that social pressure to drink. Yeah, because so many people are just like social drinkers. Yes. 
if they didn't have those social outings, they yeah. weren't drinking. Yeah, it's that social trigger. And I think this is really interesting because when Liquid Death came out and they first were fundraising, they raised a lot of money in their initial raise and they were met with a lot of criticism mm-hmm. and people like were really tearing them down and were kind of like, this is kind of bullshit and whatnot. They're like really ragging on them. Yeah. Then when Liquid Death came out and they made that announcement, I thought the founder, his motivation behind why he started it was very compelling because mm-hmm. It is true. If you're socially out and you say, I'm not drinking, it felt awkward. Yeah. Now you can have the liquid death in your hand. This past Friendsgiving, everyone brings wine, all these things. And I brought cans of liquid death. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to just have that place filler. Mm-hmm. It was about replacing that can. Mm-hmm. Instead of there being a beer can next to me, there was a liquid death. Mm-hmm. And it looks very rock and roll. So it just blended in and yeah. no one really noticed. Yeah, it's not like your hydro flask. Yeah, it's just taking some of that awkwardness. And now you see so many podcasters and so many celebrities in LA and who you see carrying the liquid death around. It kind of gives people a signal like, hey, I'm sober. Don't offer me something. Yeah, like don't pressure me to drink. Yeah, currently liquid death is valued at $525 million. I definitely think it's going to be a unicorn sooner than later. Mm -hmm. You're allowing people who want to change a behavior. They're kind of very early in this sober, curious lifestyle. Mm -hmm. If you're in a profession that has high stress, there's always a very high correlation of alcohol abuse Mm -hmm. in those industries. That's exactly why it's so interesting us being California natives because Mm -hmm. people here would rather be like Cali sober. So they'd rather just smoke weed only. (laughs) And like that's like their outlet. And that's why people don't understand the Bay has changed so much. But if you were part of this early wave of people in 08, 09 who were moving here and starting startups, the Bay Area looked completely different. The Mm -hmm. vibe was completely different different. It still had majority barrier natives. Now there's like no barrier natives. We'll go to a tech event and they're like, where are you from? And like, we're from here. And they're like, what? Like they're literally yeah. taken back. And it's so odd to be in a room full of people and you're the only two people who are natively mm-hmm. from that area. You're and like it's the just new odd. Unicorn. Yeah, it's so freaking odd. And there's a reason everyone who's from here were really laid back. We're really chill because they're all high. Like they're all <laughs> Cali sober. But I think it's interesting for people who have very high stress jobs and whether you're that 10x engineer you're a vc you're that founder you're under so much pressure it's so nice to see this change there's so many companies that we found that are providing different options that are zero percent alcohol so that was something in our research we found was interesting a lot of people market themselves as a alcohol substitute but there is a certain percentage of alcohol it's really small so it's like below the legal limits Mm -hmm. for you to get carded at the grocery store, but there's still some alcohol. So I thought that was kind of misleading. Yeah, that but feels I, so deceptive. I feel like the drink called Gia is really mm. interesting. I yeah. believe it's by a female founder yeah. based out of LA, and she created her own line of aperitifs. Sorry if mm. I butchered that, but the branding's super cool. It looks like it's really good, and I can't wait to try it. I love her website. Yeah. I love that. And then you also have the old school brands like Heineken and Guinness who are now entering the space as well. Mm-hmm. So they're making zero proof beers and they're testing that. And so that's really interesting that there is now becoming the second category. This is disrupting alcohol. Yeah. And I love that. And there's also like infusing CBD mm-hmm. into drinks or just broad spectrum hemp. 
as well. So recess is really interesting as well. Oh yeah, recess really kicked off this whole infused soda. I think the founder of Product Hunt Mm-hmm. Several years ago, I remember on Twitter him saying he doesn't actually enjoy drinking and he would have a recess on like a Friday night. And no one was really talking about that, right? So all these seeds have been planted so many mm-hmm. years ago. And in our research, we're finding that the sober curious lifestyle is actually being influenced a lot by different influencers online as well. You're going to have someone influence at first and then you have the first wave of early adopters. So I feel like we are very early in this mm-hmm. because there are so many people who you know, just like swear by having wine at night, mm-hmm. right? And the alcohol industry, the sales per volume are huge. And there's so many alcohol brands that actually are funded, but it's nice to see that there is this whole new category and it is adjacent to the wellness category, mm-hmm. which the wellness category is huge. It's going to be interesting to see how this space grows. I'm interested to see if these companies will last because they they do tend to be more expensive, I feel like, than mm. an alcoholic beverage. So I wonder if people, once they get used to a non-alcoholic lifestyle, like a sober curious lifestyle or just sober living in general, if instead of going for a non-alcoholic beverage, they would just choose water instead because mm-hmm. it's now been normalized. Mm -hmm. So you don't feel like you need to have that mocktail. Yeah, that's interesting. There was a new concept in LA that was launched that was a bar, high-end bar, but they serve only non-alcoholic cocktails. I think that's really interesting, kind of seeing this like evolution of like social clubs even evolving around a sober lifestyle. Could you imagine like a Soho house concept that is like sober, which could be really cool. I think that's pretty cool. So there's another stat from Nelson IQ, which is a data analytics firm. They've reported that sales of alcoholic beverages rose 33.2% in the past year. And they're sitting at a total of 331 million in total sales and non-alcoholic beer and cider sales grew by 31.7%. And they're saying non-alcoholic spirits grew by 113.4% during the same period. And that was reported as of December 9th, 2021. So really, really interesting. We're seeing the growth in the non-alcoholic beers, non-alcoholic ciders, non-alcoholic spirits. I think there's going to be even more investment in this space. So it's going to be very fun to watch. So do you think this is going to be a short-term trend or do you think that this is going to be a lifestyle change? I think this is going to be a lifestyle change. Whether or not the brands last, I don't think maybe they will be able to because for me, I live a sober lifestyle and Mm. when I go out, I don't need that mocktail. I think it's really Mm. fun and cute for like special occasions, but I'm just good with water. Maybe some sparkling water. <laughs> well, and that's why Liquid Death is doing so well because yeah. we always get the sparkling water can. There's like the black can and the white can. Mm-hmm. One's just still water, one's sparkling. So there is more of that utility of getting that sparkling water. So Liquid Death clearly knew what they were doing. Yeah, I think the brands that infuse CBD and just like Mm. hemp in general into their drinks are adding kind of like a little bit more of a benefit for Mm. the user. So I think those will last, but I I don't know if the non-alcoholic ones will last. Another category that's growing is kombucha as well. We've always drank kombucha. (laughs) (laughs) This is the awkward part about being Barrier Natives and falling into the hipster category, but like 
it's gut health is very important. But I thought it was interesting that in my research, they were also citing like kombucha sales growing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's weird. Like living in California is like a whole different reality. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. It's funny. So yeah, let us know if you've had a non-alcoholic beverage and if you ordered these or you would order one at a restaurant or kind of are you thinking about a sober curious lifestyle. This is definitely a very interesting space and we can't wait to see it grow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tech and Chai.